Hello, my name is Timothy Walsh, and I'm working with Christian on this podcast about the fundamentals of baseball. A little about myself is that I run varsity cross country for St. John's. We are currently working to win our 10th consecutive district title. I also played junior varsity baseball uh, for St. John's last spring, and I also played American Legion for Main South Post 341 and played AAU baseball for the Storm Brigade over this past summer. Hi, my name is Christian Siciliano, and this podcast, as Tim stated earlier, will be about the fundamentals of baseball and what little things you can do at home to get better at baseball. We will also explain to you what things that will help you to have a successful baseball season. The ways you can get better at baseball are by hitting and doing everyday drills. The everyday drills are not the same for everyone. For example, during our St. John's baseball practices, we usually split up catchers, infielders, and outfielders to do their everyday drills. This will be explained more in depth in our next couple episodes. A little about myself is that I am the varsity catcher at St. John's High School. For summer ball, I played for Strike Zone Elite in Shrewsbury Legion post 397. For Legion, my team went to the Legion World Series in Shelby, North Carolina. Hey everyone, Tim and I are back here to talk about the fundamentals of baseball and answer some questions that our viewers gave to us. Our first question is from Luke in Nashua. His question is, why is stretching so important in baseball? Tim will answer this question, and then I'll give an example of some stretching exercises at the end that could help you with the fundamentals of baseball. Okay, so stretching is one of the most important parts of sports. Uh, by stretching before and after games and practices, you can reduce the risk of injury and also soreness in your body. Uh, one of the reasons why kids and professional athletes don't like stretching is because it hurts while you're doing it, and no one likes to feel pain whatever, in whatever they're doing. Uh, so I read an article about uh, that says if you're an athlete and you don't stretch, you're at risk of injury. But the article also said if someone isn't on an athletic team and just wants to play sports like a pickup basketball game, they don't need to stretch as much because they're not really playing at a level where you really can get hurt. But if you're playing at a level like a travel ball or high school teams and you don't stretch, you're at a much higher risk of getting hurt or doing what we're pulling a hamstring or something like that. So by stretching, stretching well enough, all the muscles in your body that you're going to use to play a sport, you will, you will uh, have better performance on the field and we'll be able to play longer. Like, for example, when I was in eighth grade at St. Mary's, I didn't really stretch my upper body. I just stretched my legs as a catcher. So I had, since I didn't stretch my upper body, I ended up having injured my arm and had a stress fracture of my growth plate. So like, that's just like one point of view on how like stretching is so important in baseball, because I, I stretch literally every day now before I go on the field and after, because I don't want to feel that soreness after the games. So what I found in the article is chest and shoulder stretches that you could do to help loosen up your upper body so you're able to get that full rotation when you throw. So the first thing you do is you lift your arms over your head, 
put your hands together and reach to the sky and you hold that for 20 seconds. And when 20 seconds, 20 seconds is over, you relax, then you collapse your hands together behind your back and bend down towards the floor and really think about stretching your your like uh, upper body back, like pushing your hands as far back as possible. Then you hold that for 20 seconds. Then you relax. Then you repeat that process around three to four times. And then after that, your upper body should feel, feel really relaxed and loose. Our second question comes from Ryan and Franklin. His question is, why do people pay for travel ball when town ball is not as much money? Tim's going to explain this question first, and I'll explain more after. An article I read talked about um, why travel ball is so expensive, and it focused on people in Maine. And it said that AAU and other travel sports um, cost a lot to play. And an example of the, the article used was from 2011. Um, it said that American families spent more than $7 billion uh, traveling with an estimated 53 million child athletes to various tournaments. So kids now play these sports teams year-round because of indoor facilities and all the things that the teams can give them with this money. And they get, I know with my AAU team, we would get free time in the cages whenever we wanted. We would get gear and you'd get to play in five, three to five tournaments that we would travel all over New England and sometimes down as far as New Jersey to play. So by paying the money, you do get the benefits of traveling farther and playing better teams, and you also get as much time as you need in the winter season to get ready for the spring to do practices on your own. So for me, I also played travel baseball. I played for Team Mizuno Northeast a couple years ago. So what I did was, like, when I paid my, my – um, my tuition in order to pay, uh, play at Mizuno. They allowed me to go in, as Tim said, for I can use a field and batting cages whenever I wanted. But then also that money got used to traveling to these um, really good tournaments. So like the money got used for our plane tickets, got money, the money got used for our food when we were down there with our team. So like a lot of, um, there's a lot of benefits for playing travel baseball. And a lot of people play travel baseball because it gets them exposed to college coaches at bigger tournaments. And a couple of those tournaments are Diamond Nation, uh, Perfect Game tournaments. Those are like some of the big tournaments around here. And also having like traveling is, in, is important. So like, for example, if you don't like any colleges around here, you can always play for your travel team and they can go down south and you can visit more colleges and it just call it um travel baseball just gets you like exposed to like all these different coaches and all these different colleges and like it's just a big benefit that helped me out and it probably helped him out a lot so that's how we prepared to answer that question Okay, our third question comes from John in Shrewsbury, and his question was, why do we see a lot of sports players get injured? 
And Christian knows more about this than I do, so he'll be talking about this question. So in an article I read, it talks about, like, most people that get injured are people that are in, like, more contact-related sports and people that don't take care of their bodies. The greater injuries happen to people that play multiple sports, too, and or play a sport year-round because they're not getting their proper rest they should need. And this happens because they're not giving their body the rest, as I said earlier. And they just keep going with the sport. Younger kids always want to play and they don't want to sit down, which I get that because I was in their shoes once. But you need the rest in order to give your body a break. And sometimes coaches, like, should – to influence this more, coaches should tell their players that you need to take this break or you'll get hurt because – like, coaches need to express that more because when you get injured, you're out from the sport. Like, you need to take time off from the sport, and people don't like that. So, like, coaches, if they see their kid out there and they're sort of, like, dogging it or they're tired, they should just take them out and have them rest for, like, a couple minutes and go back into the game. And... So in this article, it talks like, – the doctor that's talking is Dr. Kelly, and he states that um, if the bones aren't fully developed yet, it can, it can risk it, – it's a big risk in injury because the kid is not at its full potential because the body – the bones in the body aren't fully grown yet. So that's one big example on why at a younger level – kids get injured it's because their bones aren't fully developed they probably haven't been in the gym working out and getting the endurance they need so as a younger player they're already not fully ready to go year-round in sports or to play this many sports so that's a big risk in injury right there so in order to like promote this idea Tim and I are talking about it because um, John gave us a good question on how, like, like how, like, injuries happen. So, like, the full development of the body is one of the big things that you could get injured from because you're just too young and you're just too young to, like, do so many sports in the time. So you're not giving your body the proper rest it needs.